Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's 11 minutes after 5 o'clock and we're in conversation next with Michael Atkins, who's an independent election analyst. So activist Zaki Ahmed um, has written a letter to the Office of the Chief Justice expressing concern uh, surrounding the Constitutional Court's failure to hand down a judgment in relation to the application of election laws for independent candidates ahead of the 2024 national elections. The last time the matter was heard uh, was back in August 2023. The independent candidates are set to run for elections for the first time in our history next year. Previously, the Concord had handed down judgment and provided more extensive explanation um, much later, given the public interest as well as the urgency in the election. To help us unpack um, this further, we are now joined by Michael Atkins, who is an independent election analyst. Michael, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us good afternoon okay what do you make around this delay um in handing down this judgment and should we really be blaming the constitutional court or should we say that there was a delay and the delay actually started uh with how um how slow uh, the home affairs department was as well as parliament in processing the bill look the court is not taking an excessive time mm. for normal court hearings Um, We all understand the concern because of preparations for the elections and the concerns of independent candidates like Mr. Ahmad or of the IEC itself are perfectly understandable. But there is nothing unusual or alarming that the court has taken as long as it has up to now. Mm-hmm. And, and and with this delay, um, the impact that the delay has, because unfortunately we're also ru- running here against time because the elections are going to be taking place um, next year. On the other end as well, the IEC has to prepare for those elections and the IEC has already said that they are concerned that the judgment hasn't been handed down as yet. Correct. There are two areas or two cases. One affects the seat calculations for the National Assembly and how that affects independent candidates. That matter, even if the court case is won, uh, will not affect the preparations for the election very much. The changes are trivial. It's how the seats are calculated after the election. What does matter, however, is the second challenge brought by the One South Africa movement was to do with the number of signatures required by independent candidates or by parties that don't have previous representation in Parliament. Now, the number of signatures could be dramatically reduced, but this is holding up the publication of a set of regulations for candidates and parties for the gathering of these signatures. So uh, someone like Mr. Ahmad has said that he has already started gathering signatures, but there's no actual regulation or official forms yet. Now, the IEC is rightly concerned that that process hasn't commenced. However, if it were to be, say, in January, for example, and and I have no way of knowing, Mm. then there wouldn't be a crisis at that point. If it were to go beyond that, then we would be in great difficulty. Yeah. I'm actually reminded of the clockware matter as well, which came before the Constitutional Court. And I remember how the Constitutional Court had to um, deal with that particular matter to avert a constitutional crisis because the argument from some of um, the litigants was also whether we postpone um, the elections to allow for um, the IEC to make sure that the the voters' role 
is um, constitutional. And I wondered this time around if we could face a similar, um, a similar question and a similar situation at, as well. At this stage, any notion of delaying the election isn't on the table. The constitutionally permissible period for the elections next year is effectively May the 22nd to August the 19th. Um, that's five years from the start of the current parliamentary term uh, and then 90 days after that. Mm-hmm. Nothing at the moment suggests that those dates would be in threat. Yep. It does, however, hamper the preparations of independent candidates who might want to start gathering signatures or might be deciding whether it is worth contesting the election. And as we know, in that clock moment again, um, the candidates who participate in the elections, they have the constitutional right to do so. That, that's correct. You know, the court has had to deal with some very tricky constitutional matters around elections, particularly ahead of the local government election as well. Mm-hmm. And so far, the court has threaded the needle very carefully on a couple of those very difficult occasions. So the court is very well aware of the timing, the, uh, the nuances, and they have, if I can say, given the IEC a little bit of a hard time in the past, but the IEC has come through. Yeah. So I, I don't see a conflict at the moment. I don't see a crisis at the moment, albeit that we understand all of the concerns that exist. It's only if that judgment is handed down after January, you say that there could be a great problem? In my opinion, that would create a lot of pressure. Already, there are multiple independent candidates who are not yet deciding whether to stand, not Mm. so much on the signature question, but on the seat allocation, because currently, independents require nearly twice as many votes as parties to gain a seat. So there are a number of people who, if that court case is Mm. turned down, if that application is turned down, Several people won't stand. But once the court rules, let's say, in favor of the applicant, then there would be those people who would want to get going with the process of contesting the election. And and that's the problem. If the court then rules in favor of the applicants, that would mean that there needs to be some changes that are made to to the Act. Um, And if there are changes that are made to the Act, it needs to go through through a public process as well. And the public must give submissions, which further delays... Um, the implementation of the Act? Ordinarily, that would be the case. Mm-hmm. But because of the time scale, you're correct. There isn't time for it to go back to Parliament. Um, what the court would do in the interests of justice, they would make a ruling that the, it's called reading in to the legislation. They would say the, current, the way it's written currently is, is unconstitutional, Parliament must fix it within two years. However, until the next election, the Act must be read as though it says this, this, and this. So the court would actually dictate in the interests of justice, and because the elections Mm -hmm. cannot be delayed, the the courts would then dictate the terms. And, And the changes are simple. Sure. Um, it sounds for me, even if the court was to do that, uh, the issue around the separation of powers, because here we're speaking about allocation of seats uh, to a, another arm of the state. 
Look, the, the court would not be making a major determination. It would be changing two numbers on the seat allocations. Mm-hmm. It would not change the number of seats that the parties get inherently. And we have a precedent for this. In the other home affairs matter that was before the courts recently, the court declined to restore the suspension of invalidity of the Immigration Act. The Immigration Act, yes, I remember that. Yeah, but the court said in the interim, until Parliament has a year to fix it, but while they are fixing it, these are the rules that must apply for the year. (laughs) So the court did step in, in the interests of justice. It's exceptional, but but for good reason they'll do it. Shucks, Michael. Uh, Yeah, and even in that particular judgment as well, um, the court was told that the reason why a parliament couldn't process uh, the the amendment that was required was because parliament had gone into recess, because the elections were coming up. And now we face a similar situation, perhaps. Let's see how they're going to deal with this one. Thank you so much. That is Michael Atkins, um, who is an election, uh, independent election analyst.